0: This morning so that we can continue to receive all that you have for us today help us to not be distracted help us to not miss what you're doing God speak to our hearts Lord speak to our hearts Lord in Jesus name Amen good morning family you. Good morning, family. It's a privilege to be up here in a different role, not leading worship, but to be blessed to give you all the word today. And so I'm excited. Are you guys excited? We're going to have fun. I don't know if if you don't know me yet. My name is Jessica Green. And I like to have fun. And so we're gonna have fun today. We're gonna play some games in the church. I know it's a special Sunday, but we're gonna play some games today. Um, I just wanna say thank you to um, my pastor um, and my father, well I say my pastors, And my father and my mother, Bishop Brian Green and Lady Carmen Green, who have given me the privilege um, to speak on their behalf. As Bishop is on sabbatical, continue to pray that he is being well-rested on this vacation so that he can come back refreshed for the fall. Amen. All right, family, so we are going to play some games, as I said And so, I need you to do me a favor because you guys are going to have to participate today, okay? And so, I just want you to do me a favor. Turn to your neighbor. Choose a neighbor and say, Jessica said you're going to have to participate. So, don't be that person that doesn't participate. All right. Y'all heard it from your neighbor and you heard it from me. All right, so we're going to get into the word, reading from Matthew 28, 16 to 20. And this is the passage on the Great Commission, if you don't know. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, The title of this sermon is called, Let the Games Begin. Let the games begin. So we're going to have fun. As we see in this passage known as the Great Commission Passion, Jesus gave a command to the disciples. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And so first, we must discuss what does it mean to be a disciple? The word disciple is really clear. It just means a follower, a student of a teacher, a learner. Jesus had 12 disciples, 12 men who followed him, 12 men who were committed to him, 12 men who were his students, men who obeyed his teachings and examples. And that's why they called him rabbi, because rabbi means teacher and so as i said a disciple follows and as this and a disciple learns and so it says therefore go and make disciples of all nations which must mean we are called to be disciples we are called to be followers of jesus amen and so jesus gave us a command he said, one, therefore, go make disciples of all nations. Two, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Three, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And four, to remember surely I am with you always. He is with you always. Say, he is with me always. With me always. To the very end of the age. And so we're going to go straight into our main points. If we are called to be disciples, followers of Jesus, then that means there is something that we should be doing as a proof that we are actually following him, amen? And so we're gonna talk about four postures this morning, four postures to follow Jesus. And we're gonna use the illustration of games to help us remember these four postures, okay? And so, let the games begin. All right. And so, when it comes to game, question. Is there anybody, and you to show me your hands, is there anybody who is competitive like me? Thank you, Zach, you're a real one. Yes, okay, yep, see, Uncle Cam, yes, awesome. I am competitive, okay? But let me tell you something. I'm not one of those people that, like, boast or anything or talk, like, Mac and mastering a game—I'm not that person. But let me tell you the person that I am. I am that person that will be quiet. But no, when Jessica's being quiet, she's actually praying for that win. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm like, Lord, please let them just pull up the wrong card in that Uno game so that I can win. Let them have like a green card or something so that I can just put this blue card down right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'm going to get that win with the favor of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So, yes, thank you. So, I am competitive, but the right way, okay? And so, when you keep winning or winning a game, people may say a term like, wow she's on a roll or wow he's on a roll and so to make it easy for y'all you know our bishop likes a good acronym and I am his daughter and I like another good acronym and so we're gonna use the acronym Roll to help us remember these four postures okay and so if you don't remember anything else In this sermon, you're going to remember, Jessica said, roll, okay? And so roll stands for read God's word. O, obey the Holy Spirit. L, look for his leading. L, listen to God's voice. Amen. And so we're going to start with the first point, read. And so you might notice that when we play a game, we have to start by reading the rules, right? I mean, you could choose to not read the rules, but then you won't know what you're doing, especially if it's a new game. And so we have to read the rules to know the instructions on how to play the game. And so a few scriptures to help us with this reading of God's word. Romans 15, 4 says, for whatever, was, for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Another one says, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Mark 13.31 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And so the Lord has instructed us many, many times the importance of reading his word, the importance of being in his word, the importance of memorizing his word. Because we want to be able to already have the word in us, right? Already in us so that it's like written on the tablet of our heart. We want to be able to pull out the scriptures in that very moment that we need. And so we want to be able to have that discipline down of reading the word. And so for this game, I thought about the memory game. Can we put the image on the screen? I don't know if anyone has ever played the memory game, but the memory game is a game where you have like cars that have matches And the whole point is for you to basically match the the pictures. And so it will be like two people playing against each other. I would flip up a card and then flip up another card and see if they match. And then my opponent would flip up their card and flip up another card and see if they match. But the point, or I should say the strategy of this game is you want to be focusing. You want to be intentional. You want to be remembering or memorizing where each match is. And so if I flip up an apple in an orange and then I put it down, and then my opponent flips up an apple over there and a banana and then puts it down, I wanna remember where that apple was so that I can get the match and so that I can win the game. And so for this game, it brought me to remembering that God wants us to approach the word that way He wants us to be intentional about finding the match, finding his word. And so in Joshua 1.8, it says, and I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, it says, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper. And succeed in all you do, and so intentionally being in the Word of God and memorizing scriptures and meditating day and night, which we know this does not always come easy to us believers, it does not, and especially those in my generation or younger, it's not always easy to be disciplined to read the Word of God, but we know that it's, that it is important, and so We can say that this is is a discipline and a practice that we need. Why? Because it says already in the word, only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And so ask yourself, do you want to be prosperous? Do you want to be successful here on earth? And if you do, then we know what it takes. It takes by reading the word of God. Amen. Because without his instructions, we have nothing to follow. Hallelujah. And so next point, oh, obey. A few scriptures for this one too, just so that you can have these scriptures if you want to go back to them. Acts 5.29 says, but Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than men. Isaiah 1.19 says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And a few other scriptures that you can go back to if you want to is John 13.31, Jeremiah 7.23, and Luke 11.28. Those are some other scriptures that talk about obedience. And so Bishop tells us all the time, God is not looking for us to understand. No. No. He's looking for us to obey. He's not looking for us to understand the why. Why is he doing that? Why did he tell you to do that? Why did he tell you to say that? No, he's looking for us to obey. And so tell your neighbor, say, you actually don't have to understand the why. We don't have to understand family. We just need to look and seek him, read his instructions, listen to his voice, and obey. Amen? All right, fam. So this is where the participation comes, every one of you. Okay? You ready? All right. Has anyone ever played Simon Says? Raise your hand if you play Simon Says. Okay, there's a few that haven't, so let me explain. Okay, so Simon Says is basically a game where there is one person that's the person that's calling out the instructions, which will be me in this point, point. Um, and they'll say, Simon Says, do this. Simon Says, do that. And you have to do it. But if Simon does not say it, then you should not do it because then you'll be out of the game. Okay? Everyone got it? We're gonna practice, all right. Simon says, touch your head. All right, making sure that everyone's participating. Simon says, touch your ears. Simon says, touch your knees. Simon says, touch your belly. Simon says, touch your nose. Simon says, stand up. If you can. All right. Simon says, sit down. <laughs> Simon says, stand up. <laughs> Simon says, sit down. Simon says, touch your knees. Simon says, tap your feet. Simon says, wiggle your fingers. Touch your knees. All right. <laughs> All right we see that we have a few people listening. (laughs) Amen. Thank you guys. Give yourself a round of applause for participation. (laughs) So yeah, we see, right, like that's just a little fun game of um, to remind us of obedience because we saw there, right, that yeah, some people were able to follow the directions and some people moved without Simon saying and so there are times right when we're listening and there's sometimes when we're having a hard time listening right to the one who's in charge and in this case the one who's in charge is our sovereign Lord who gives us instructions right so we're gonna try one more time one more time Jesus says read your word Jesus says, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus says, we shall forgive one another. Jesus says, "Um, honor your mother and father. Hmm. Jesus says, for us to pray without ceasing. Jesus says, for us to never give up. Jesus says, to submit to authority. Jesus says, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way and take up your cross daily and follow me. And so Jesus has said many commands, many instructions, yet for some reason, us as his believers, we have seemed to struggle With listening and being obedient to what he has said. And so, if we're choosing to follow the leader, then we must do what the leader tells us to do. Amen. He gives us the command, the direction, the instruction, the answers. And when he does that, we must respond with action to what he says. And so, family, can we just have a real talk moment for a moment? It's not enough for us to come Sunday after Sunday with just a good word. It's not enough anymore. It's not enough for you to leave here and to say, oh, that was a good word and do nothing about it it's not enough anymore. There needs to be action, because I don't know if you realize, but God gives us homework of obedience every time we leave church on Sunday. We have homework every time we leave here or wherever church you may go to, there is always homework. And so I even ask you and challenge you, what kind of student do you want to be? Do you want to be an A student? Do you want to be a C student? Or do you want to get an F? I don't want no F. I don't know what you I don't want no F. Because the teacher is always going to look to see who's actually doing their work. And we are all in a class. Follow me with the illustration scenario. We're all in a class called life. And so in order to pass this class called life, we actually have to do the homework. We actually have some studying to do for that test called storm. Why not? Right? And the thing that I love about this class with Professor Jesus, he's great. (laughs) Sign up for his class. (laughs) The thing I love about his teaching, I don't know if y'all remember, but I used to love having a class where a teacher has a test, but allows the test to be open book. Anybody like those open book (laughs) tests? I do. I was not a test taker, but I love those open book tests. In this class, Jesus always, Professor Jesus always allows you to use your book. So you have no reason to fail his class, right? Literally everything that we need is right there to study and so why take the harder route and not use it? You know, like, God literally gives us everything we need right in his word. And so, family, I really do pray that this won't be just another good word, but that you will truly hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you right now that he's, he wants to make it easier for you. It's not meant to be hard, it's not meant to be difficult. Everything we need is already provided for us. It's already provided for us, so don't make it hard on yourself, get in the word. He has given you instruction on how to be an overcomer in this season, amen? Hallelujah. The next point is look to look to him, to watch, to seek him. Another few scriptures for this is 2 Chronicles 15.2. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Isaiah 55.6 says, seek the Lord while he may be Found, call upon him while he is near. And so for this game illustration, I thought of hide and seek. I don't know about y'all, but I love me a good hide and seek game. If you ever want to play, invite me to your party because I will be there. Hide and seek. And so, in case no one knows, this game it's a game where there's a, hi- a hider and then there's a seeker, I guess, or counter. And so the person um, that's counting will count one, two, three, four, whatever, go up one, three, four, okay, ten, and whatever. And then the hiders are already hidden somewhere, and then the person counting or seeking will go looking for the people that are hiding. Real simple. But the thing about this illustration where it's a little bit faulty is that God does not hide from us, though. We are the ones that are the seekers, but God does not hide for us. And there might be times where it does feel like God is hiding or far from you, or you're just like, God, where are you right now? But I promise you, he's never hiding from you. And so I even challenge you that when you are in those moments where it feels like, Lord, you feel kind of far right now I'm not quite sure if I see you or what you're doing, I challenge you to just say like a small prayer like, Lord, help me be aware of what you're doing right now in this moment. Lord, open up the eyes of my heart, open up my eyes. I want to see you today. I want to see what you're doing. And one thing I remember, because VBS is happening downstairs and I used to be a VBS, I guess, leader, One year, we had these things called God sightings. I don't know if anyone remembers those God sightings where we taught the kids God sightings. God sightings are something where you're just being aware of one thing that God did for you in the day. And the kids would be like, oh, yeah, God got me candy. We're like, okay, amen, you know. (laughs) Or God helped me find my teddy bear, all right, amen, you know, like, but rejoicing and just helping the kids to be disciplined or learning that practice of being aware of what God is doing because there's nothing too small that God does. Like, there's a a privilege and just an honor to just be aware so that we can be like, okay, Lord, you're right. You are actually working on my behalf. You actually are doing something for me. You actually are speaking to me, and I just had to open up my eyes or just take a moment to just sit in your presence so that I can be more aware and so I just wanted to encourage somebody today if if you do feel like God where are you he is near and so for this game though we have to be we have to be like this game we have to be eager and intentional and diligently just seeking you know searching um, for the things of God in this season, because God is doing something. I don't know if you know, church, but this season for our church is probably one of the most important seasons we've ever been in. There's a lot of different changes and things happening and God is doing amazing things in in, um, the prayer calls and God is doing amazing things that fan into flames and God is doing amazing things in our children ministry. God is doing amazing things. But if we're not aware, then it may look like nothing's really happening. And so I challenge you to be a part of the community and making sure that you are doing your part as an individual and praying into, Lord, what are you doing? What are you saying for our church? Or whatever church you may go to because it actually is your responsibility it's not just bishops it's not just the elders who just pray and seek after god about what are you saying or the prophetic prayer ministry here at pt it's not just them who are supposed to be praying about okay god what are you saying about pt no we all have a responsibility to pray and to ask god what are you saying so that when bishop does come up and tell tells us it will just be confirmation We want to be in alignment. We want to be on one accord. We want the spirit of unity to just continue to fill this house. And so it's actually something like encouraging and exciting to, to, to be, to have. If we can be like, oh, I heard that too. When Bishop said that, I heard that in my prayer closet with the Lord also. And to even take it a little bit further, if you hear a word and you feel like God is telling you to say something, you can talk to the elders or a leader or something about what God is saying, because God is always speaking to us. There's not one person that receives the whole vision. Like, there's not one person that just gets the one thing. Like, no, God speaks to us and we all receive a piece of the puzzle. And so, Let's be persistent in this season church to be seeking the Lord. Amen. Last point. Listen. Listen to him. Two scriptures for this is John 8:47 says, "Whoever is of God hears the words of God." The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of god proverbs 2 1, 5 says my son if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. John 10, 27 to 28 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My question for you is, do you know the voice of the Lord? And if you don't know the voice of the Lord, then how can you follow him? If you do know the voice of the Lord, my question for you is, are you listening? Are you taking the time every day to hear him and to ask him, what are you saying? I love the season that we're in and how Bishop has been challenging us and I'm not sure if he was the one to um, start this um, phrase, but he said on one Sunday, how when we come into the house of the Lord, we should always, well, first he's been saying that when we come to the house of the Lord, we should receive answers. And if we are receiving answers, or if we want to receive answers, then that means we have to ask the right questions. And one of the main questions he has been challenging us as a church to ask is, Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me today? Every time that you come into the house, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say to me today? And it even says in the Lord's Prayer, Give us this day our daily bread because the Lord has something daily to say to us. Amen. And so from my last illustration, I'm going to ask the people that are helping me with this game to come and just stand in the front, please. I chose people that are around each other so you don't have to be. You know, scared of any physical contact or closeness. These are my friends, family, siblings. You guys can turn around facing them. Um, get this. This is my cousin, Corinne. You're at the end, so you're the lucky one with the mic today. Okay? So we're going to play the whisper game, which is also known as telephone. So what is going to happen is that there will be a phrase, do not put the phrase up yet, please. There will be a phrase that I tell Denver, and Denver will tell Sade, and Sade will tell Anna, and Anna will tell Kathiana and Kathiana will tell Corinne. But the rule of this game, at least this particular version, is that you cannot repeat yourself and you have to whisper. So if for whatever reason Sade does not hear that last word Denver says, he cannot repeat. You have to say it to Anna, okay? And so I'm going to ask all five of you to close your eyes. Do not open your eyes until I tell you. Can we show everyone else what the phrase will be? Everyone take a moment to see what the phrase will be. Okay, everyone sees it? Okay, take off the, the, thank you. All right, the five of you. You can open your eyes. Hold on, I gotta make sure I remember the phrase myself. Okay, hold on. Okay. And remember, you have to whisper. I messed up a few times, so hopefully you know it. Okay. Go ahead, brother. You can start whenever you want. <laughs> All right, see, go ahead. So, Benny told me that Carmen told her that this is the phrase. <laughs> okay, kind of close, kind of close. Can we put it back up one more time, family? So, Betty told me that Allie told you that Carmen sat on Martha's beanbag. Wow. <laughs> Thank you guys. Give them a round of applause. And so as we see here, right, as followers of Jesus, we must listen to God's voice. We must know his voice and we must be clear in knowing what he says. No more can we make things up. No more can we move without him telling us to move no more can we choose to do what we want to do we can't afford to do that anymore we're not in that season we have to be good listeners we have to be a good steward of listening and something that well you're not here but wherever he is my brother told me thank you brother Something that he has taught us at Fan Flame Bible Studies, if you haven't come, come. And also he's taught us at House of Latria is that prayer is having a conversation with God. And it's a dialogue, which means that you're not just asking God for something, but you're waiting for him to give you an answer. You have to take the moment, take the time to wait to hear what God is saying to what you're praying for. And so in this season, family, we have to wait on the Lord. We have to wait to hear his answers, his instructions. We have to listen closely because God is always speaking to us, always. And so I'm closing but I want us to go back to the first scripture, Matthew 16, and I'm gonna read one more time from specifically 19, where it says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. And so that means that we are called, yes, to be followers of Jesus, but we are also called to go and make more disciples. We have a responsibility to go and also gather more followers of Jesus. The one thing that makes these games that we just played enjoyable is that each of these games involved more than just one person. Hebrews 12, 2 says, Jesus endured the cross because of the joy that was set before him. And that joy was us. And so it's just not enough for us to be followers and disciples of Jesus. It's not enough. We have to go out and go make more disciples, go gather and help other people to want to know Jesus so that they want to follow him. And so I'm gonna ask us all to stand for a moment. This has to be the season, church, where we are so intentional and on fire for the things of God. This has to be the season where the things that God wants is the main priority of our lives. It has to be. God is doing some amazing things for our church and he's also doing some amazing things for his people. And we want to continue to be in a place where we are walking in alignment to what he's doing, what he wants to do. And so, we have to make it a priority. But I'm gonna be honest with you all, making it a priority, it means that it's going to cost you something. To be a follower of Jesus, It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you to sacrifice some things. It's going to cost you to give up your own way. It's going to cost you to take up your cross daily and say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. I am the youth and young adult director here at PT and I have the privilege of serving both of the younger generations and I have the privilege of partnering with the families and the parents. And so I wanna even encourage my young adults today, I want to encourage my families and parents today, I want to encourage my youth today, that this has to be the season. I know I keep saying it, but, like, this has to be the season where God is gets the first, gets first fruits. Like, this has to be that season. And so, to my young adults, I know that we're entering the fall, we have internships, we have classes and going to college or getting a job, welcome to adulthood. Like, you know, we just, we have a lot of things that are going on that, to be honest, to be fair, they're things that probably take up a lot of our time, which also makes us maybe tired, maybe weary, maybe drained, that by the time it's time to do things for God, we don't have much left to give. We feel burnt out, or we feel empty, or we don't feel in the moment like going to church. Like, there's different things, and this is not condemning or anything or making anyone feel shamed or anything. This is Me challenging us that this has to be the season. This has to be the season where God gets our first. And I know that God, he desperately just wants to spend time with you. He has so much to say to you. And so I encourage you all because I know that there are some things that God has spoken to us that we still have not done. God has told us to join some ministries, and we still haven't done that. God has told us to join some small groups, and we still haven't done that. God has told us to reach out to that person, to ask them to be our prayer partner, and we still have not done that. And so I challenge you that this, as we enter September, where things are going to pick up, things are going to pick up for you, I challenge you to be intentional and make it a priority to spend time with God so that you know what he's saying, but also, if you need help, to reach out. The great thing about this sermon is that we're talking about being followers of Jesus, and if you look around you, there's so many followers that would not mind standing with you in this season supporting you in this season, helping you become a stronger follower of Jesus. And parents, I challenge you to not give up in this season on praying and being an example to your children. This is the season where our youth, our children need to see the examples in their household. They need to see their parents praying together. They need you, whether they want to or not, they need you to challenge them. Let's have some family prayer time, some family devotion time. It doesn't have to be long. Let's sit at the table as a family and eat and just fellowship. They need that. And if you feel like you need some support too, again, there's so many other parents that might be going through what you're going through. There's the elders. There's Bishop. There's so many people that will walk with you and god gave me this 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 image of the way that we're so intentional of finding tutors for our children to do well academically we need to be that intentional of finding people that will walk with your children when it comes to their christian walk with god as a young person we have to be Things of God has to be just as important as school. Just as important as the sports and the extracurricular activity. The things of God has to be just important. And so I even challenge you, families, that the things that are being offered for your children, GC, Fan into Flames, the Children's Church uh, Ministry, bring them. If you need the help, bring them. Because the truth is, if you don't make the things of God a priority, you are robbing your children from the experience of following Jesus. (sighs) I, I I pray for your children. I see them when they come to Jesus. And I know I can't reach all of them by myself. But I want you to know I'm here to partner with you. But I need you to partner with me too. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, for speaking to us this morning. We thank you, God, for just showing us, even as simple as this word was, four practical postures that we can do to make sure we're following you. I pray, God, that this word will encourage your children. I pray, God, that this word will challenge your children. I pray, God, that this word will bless your children to know that they're not alone. They're not alone in this process of walking with you. You are giving them every resource that they need to successfully walk with you, God. And so Lord, open up their hearts this week to just receive what you're gonna say after today. God, show them where to read specifically in your word this week. Be strategic, God. Be intentional, God. Be specific, God. Open up their ears, oh God, to hear you, to hear the direction of what you're saying, God. Even be so detailed in what song they should listen to, God, or what song they should worship to during their time with you, God. I pray, God, for those that are supposed to get plugged in, God, that you would give them the boldness to reach out for help, God. Let this be the season, God, that we are determined to receive all that you have for us and that we will not be afraid to be go-getters and get the things that you have for us, God. We will not be silent We will not be silent any longer. We will not stand in isolation. We will not suffer in silence anymore, God. You have equipped us and gave us everything that we need to be prosperous and successful here on earth, God. Lord, we will wait on you. We will receive what you have for us. As we continue to prepare for the fall and what you're going to do, God, we will do our homework. Sunday after Sunday, we will do our homework so that we can be good students and hear our teacher say, well done. Lord, I thank you. I praise you, God, and before I close and give the blessing, I ask that everyone just close their eyes for a moment. I just wanna give the opportunity that if you do not know Jesus, if you're not a follower of Jesus, I wanna invite you into this family I want to invite you to know this amazing teacher named Jesus who wants you to join his class today. This amazing teacher who is patient, loving, will listen to you, will help you move forward in his class this class called life, when you're struggling, when the storms come, he will walk with you. But you have to, (laughs) you have to sign up for his class. And so if you do not know Jesus, but you want to give your life and receive the gift of salvation today, Can you just slip up your hand so I can pray for you? If there's anybody that just wants to give their life to Christ today. I see that hand, hallelujah. If there's anybody else that wants to give their life to Christ today and follow Jesus. Okay. Family, I want you to all help me say this prayer. Say, Lord God, I admit that I am a sinner. I repent and ask you to forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died. On my behalf, in order to cleanse me from my sins, I believe that Jesus arose from the grave to give me a new life in Him. God, you said in your word, whoever calls on your name shall be saved so I ask you Lord Jesus to come into my heart save me and make me God's child I want to be a follower of Jesus thank you Lord for hearing my prayer in Jesus name amen Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you just received the gift of salvation, I just wanna say welcome to the family. We're so excited to have you be our brother or our sister. If you need any help or support, You can either find um, Elder Ken, I think, or you can send something to mail at ptspice.org, and we will send you resources, a Bible, whatever you need to be a good classmate and help walk with you in this process because we want you to win also. Thank you, God. Really quickly, I just want us to just sing this song. Lord, I'm available to you. Yes, God. My will I give to you. I'll do what you say to use me, Lord, to show someone the way and enable me to say, thank you, God. My storage is empty, and I am available to you. Hallelujah. One more time. Lord on the way and enable me to say my storage is empty. Empty, and I am available to you. God, we are available. We are available to be used by you. To be partnering with you and partnering with our brothers and sisters. We're available to you to go make more disciples to go out and go get more family members God we're gonna do it Jesus we're not gonna be fearful we're gonna go and do it God and you're gonna show us how It may not be the same way for everyone. It may not be going out into the street and evangelizing. It might be in our classroom with that one person that looks like they need a friend. It might be inviting someone to just come and join a small group with you. God, we're going to go out and get more followers. Lord, we thank you for this word and we praise your holy name. We're going to close with a blessing and so please just stick out your hands to receive this blessing and you can repeat after me. Do not repeat after or maybe repeat after me. Yes. May the Lord bless you and protect you. No, I did that wrong. I'm so sorry. I'll pray, you say amen. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and protect you, look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face shine, grin, beam, and show his pleasure on you. And may the Lord be gracious, kind hearted, pleasant, and compassionate to you. May the Lord show you his favor that will promote you, appreciate you, support you, and side with you as you side with him. And finally, may the Lord give you his shalom, his peace, his rest, his harmony, his calmness, his composure, his prosperity, and his success and may the Lord remove anything that causes agitation or discord with his divine purpose and destiny for your life. I bless you to be a follower of Jesus today and to run after him like never before. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ and everybody say, I receive that blessing. Blessing family. Hey family, thank you so much for joining us for today's service. Special thanks to those of you who continue to generously support the work of this ministry. We are so grateful for you and it's because of you that we can be a blessing to this community. If you enjoyed the service today, please like, share with your friends and family, and subscribe to our channel so that you can get a notification whenever our services go live. We also invite you to follow us on social media at PT Cambridge in order to stay connected to this ministry. Hey, we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for watching and God bless you.